I was continuing the intro. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the whitewashed Gabriel Montalvo. Here to discuss the latest in political and cultural insanity going on in this nation. As we all know, President Joe Biden and the Democrats are trying to completely destroy the country. But we are hopeful that American patriots such as yourselves and us will fight back, which is why we are asking you to please go to our website at EmpireStateConservatives.com. And should you be able to purchase a hat or a shirt or any other merchandise that we have on there, all of that money goes back into fighting leftist tyranny and not into Gabe's whitewashed pockets. Gabe, how are you doing today? It's going good. If you use code 10, uh, sorry, code Gabe 10, you get 10% off of all purchases. And this is don't not a muscle don't, shirt. Don't, don't listen to Gabe. It's a new store. I haven't put Gabe's code up yet because I've decided, I haven't decided whether or not to fire him. Either way, the shirt shrunk. I didn't get fat. So yeah, sure. We'll, we'll sure, sure, Gabe. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Gabe didn't get fat, everyone. All right. Thank you. Don't, I'm not fat shaming Gabe. It's fine. Um, but let no, let's let's really let's get into it. Let's start with New York. All right. So Cuomo resigned, right? Everyone was like, hey, this is pretty awesome. Cuomo's gone. Yay, everything's gonna be good. Wrong. Wrong. Not everything's going to be good because I don't even I don't even have a nickname for her yet because I'm hoping that she won't be in there much longer. But Governor Hochul. Um, decided that she wanted to continue the asinine policies of the disgraced evil Emperor Cuomo. And they started releasing prisoners who were arrested for parole violations. And as it usually happens with the prison system, someone made a mistake. And someone who was actually... I can't believe how stupid this is. He... Was on, he was waiting trial for murder, where he had attacked a woman with a hatchet inside of her own house, and they let him go. And then they had to have a mad scramble to have him rearrested. And this became a whole thing, and the governor came out and said, listen, people made a mistake, but we still believe that people shouldn't be arrested for inconsequential crimes. Now, Gabe, okay, before I get your take on this, I want to break down what Governor Hochul said. Inconsequential. That's the important word, right? That's the that's the buzzword to get every bleeding heart to be like, oh, that's right. Why are they arresting these people? They're just re-victimizing them. It's not fair. They can't control where they were brought up. Again, false. These people committed crimes. They are being arrested for parole violations, meaning you were arrested, convicted, sent to prison, and then you were given time off your sentence and allowed to leave on parole conditions. So provided that you didn't leave the state provided that you didn't commit a crime, you didn't do you uh, test negative on drugs and alcohol and all these other things, whatever the terms of your parole are, you're still a prisoner. You then decided, Hey, screw the system and violated the parole. So you violated the conditions on which you were released from prison because you are a, a criminal. You were a convicted criminal. Inconsequential Gabe. I, I don't, I don't even know is like, how, how do just go just go yeah i want to know what you think this is ridiculous well i'm inclined to believe i'm inclined to believe what the uh rochester police chief said um or sorry police captain his name was uh, frank uh umbrino uh he says the less bad guys in jails less witnesses will come forward and talk because they are afraid less crime solved which means that more people will be victimized i mean i i don't understand why the constant idea of 
having some sort of a, a fair legal system, which I think the Justice Department as a whole, the, the United States has been built upon, I think as a whole, it's done a pretty bang up job. Now, of course, there are kinks just in, like in every system. But at the same time, what we have here is a party that continues to try and push for setting criminals free. I mean, we saw this with bail reform. Bail reform is enacted in New York City, uh, or sorry, the state, and everything goes up uh, when it comes to crime. Now we're not even allowing for, now we're just releasing people who have who have convicted of these crimes. I mean, these people are on the bail. They, I don't even think they really went to trial. They were supposed to go to trial, but they never even showed up half the time, or more than half the time. They were smart. Well, that's what the bail system is designed to do. And right. again, you shouldn't have excessive bail, right? If someone gets arrested for shoplifting, they shouldn't have $30,000 bail. But if someone is a flight risk or a multiple time arrestee and they don't show up to court, guess what? Bail is there to get them to show up to court. That's what it's designed for. And again, we've been over this a million times. The bail system has a 96% success rate. 96. 96. Well, Why would the, you get rid of a system that works? I don't get it, Gabe. Right. Well, the issue is, is that it's not even a, a dollars and cents issue. Like, oh, well, the jails are overcrowded. It's too much on the taxpayer. It's not any sort of argument. It's just arguments like, oh, well, it's racist. And, and we should always be this loving idea, of, uh, have this loving idea of giving people second and third and fourth chances. Listen, when a person violates your freedom to live, because that is, that is a basic human right, the ability to live without fear, uh, the ability to... Uh, or fear of having someone doing harm to you because we are in a civilized society when a person then forfeits those rights when they try to assault somebody else to harm somebody else break the law in that sense there's no debate for it anymore and this is separate from a uh defense uh a defensive uh, what's that called when you're defending yourself against someone else Self-defense. Sorry, thank you. Self-defense. The thing where you're defending yourself against somebody, against you're defending yourself. You know the thing that our country was founded upon. But okay, thank um, you, for, thank you for your service to our country. I'm really glad that uh, we're relying on you. Hey, listen. Someone said you want to, <laughs> do you want to sign up? I was like, sure. This sounds like a great time. Ten weeks, I get to do some push-ups, get paid for it. And I'm what is the National Guard, by the way? <laughs> you know the thing. That was there. For a few years, but you know, but in all seriousness, like it's it always goes back to the idea of race, and when it's constantly just it's it's race, and it's it's about trying to placate to everyone's feelings and have that warm and loving feeling inside. It's something that I find is asinine. Why going off of so many emotions when these people have factually done horrible things? I mean, you, the they have stories and testimonies from people that are interviewed about this, and they said, "Listen, these criminals had brutally killed family members and friends," and you sit there and you're thinking. How how could this? How can anyone move move forward? I mean, I know everyone's happy that Cuomo was gone, but at the same time, you have it was seemingly a more radical version of him. I'm not entirely sure if this was his plan, but you know, she got to go too. I mean, it it really is just a horrible plan. It's a horrible system, and a lot of this comes from just those hippie nonsense days where they told everyone they were special. And that everyone's feelings mattered on everything. And it's just not true. There are facts that matter more than your feelings. And we're, when we're talking about public policy, when we're talking about policing, when we're talking about implementation of laws and all these other things that are going on, taking away people's rights to own firearms and censoring speech, your feelings don't matter. 
It's the facts that matter. And the fact is that you are endangering people by just letting criminals out. And you could say, hey, bail reform, you know, some of these people did really did nothing. Okay. But then again, it's up to the judge to go bail or no bail, right? These people are convicted criminals. They are out on parole. This is not probation violations. This is not, these people are out on parole. These are convicted criminals. This is a joke. This is a joke. And New York is, again, in a, in a, in a nosedive. And if people really don't wake up and reelect, I don't know if she's running for re-election. I'm sure she will. But if she gets re-elected, then it, it, might, it might spell the end for New York State. Because if people can't see through this nonsense now and get over the fact that she's a Democrat or whoever's running ends up running against her is a Republican, I don't vote for Republicans. The Democrats are actively destroying New York State. They've been doing it for years. If you don't realize that now, then there is no hope. If we can't get enough people to just stand up and vote and do, do what's right, it's get rid of these people who are actively destroying the state. Then there is no hope. I mean, everything's on the decline when it comes to New York uh, State. That's why, uh, you know, some people decide to uh, up and go. I think it's a pretty uh, interesting solution. Just Coward. kidding. Okay. Well, either way. Guess what? I'm still on the show. Uh, but that's why you have to support people like uh, Lee Zeldin or any of the other Republicans uh, that Mike are Mike Carpinelli around. for governor. Yeah, Mike Carpinelli for governor. Have him, uh, you know, support him. Pick someone who you feel will represent your best interest, not someone who's going to be making more of these laws. We know that it's horrible, but you can't just rant about it on Facebook. And then when you go, you know, then when it's election time, you sit back and you say, you know what? My vote doesn't count anyways. You can't succumb to that sort of nihilism. And really, now we're up to a point where criminals will just get a free pass in New York. More so than they've already been given. And, and I want to remind people, now that we brought up the governor race, we're not really going to get into this, but I really just want to touch on this because I see a lot of this on social media where you have people who you supported last year, right, when they're running for the House or running for something, and now they're not supporting the person that you want for the primaries, so you're trying to just burn them. At the end of the day, support who you think will do the best job for the primary, okay? Honestly, I really do believe it's between three people. I believe it's between Carpinelli, Astorino, and Zeldin. Who, at which, if any one of those three get the nomination, I will support them for governor. I want Mike Carpinelli. I'm not going to not vote because if Lee Zeldin gets the nomination, that is asinine. You're going to let the Democrats continue to control the state because you didn't get the guy that you wanted. That is ridiculous. Now, if they put up like Mark Molinaro, who I think is a giant rhino who helped write the freaking safe act, who's completely useless. He's a nice guy, which is fine, but useless as a Republican in New York. Then I'm not voting for him. But you have to be able to give yourself options, because if you're just going to stay home because your candidate didn't get in the primaries, and the other one is acceptable, but you don't like that your guy didn't win, then you're acting like a baby. And again, it's your vote. Do whatever you want. But that's how we end up with Democrats in New York all the time. People get pissed off they didn't get their primary candidate and they stay home. But let's move on, Gabe. The Second Amendment. Most important thing in the entire world, which is why I continue to wear my defund gun control T-shirt, which you can get at EmpireStateConservatives.com. Um, but... You know, okay, so we talk about this. It was either earlier in the week or last week where CNN put out a hit piece on the Second Amendment where they try to compare the United States and the American Revolution to the Chinese Revolution or the Maoist Revolution where Mao took over and then killed all of his people. 
which there are real no real comparisons, but they essentially took this this the smallest comparison, which said both countries were founded with guns, but now China has insanely strict gun control and almost no gun crime, and the people love it. But in America, people are baffled at our rates of gun crime, and they think it's a travesty. This whole article is complete nonsense. And I was expecting Gabe to come up like he did last week, where he goes, no, this isn't a real article. It's just a screenshot that someone made, like you did with the fruit, with the with the F. Biden piece. But no, this is a real article on CNN, just proving once again that CNN does not know anything about journalism or history or anything at all. And they are completely useless. Let's start with this. The American Revolution. Was, okay, we're not doing the whole history of the American Revolution. I really want to, but we're not going to. American Revolution occurred. We institute a government that protects the rights of free people. Mao's revolution occurred. He institutes a tyrannical government where he kills all dissenters. People in China are not living in a free... Well, no, we're not really living in a free country anymore anyway. But China is literally living under a murderous dictatorship. They kill their own people. We know this. Every two years, they release a, a horrible disease amongst their own people. Every two years. Okay? They go and they round up drug dealers and murder them and put them in mass graves. They put people, they literally have people in concentration camps right now. They are shipping fentanyl all over the place. They want people, they don't care. The government is in charge. In America, we have the right to defend ourselves. We have the ability and the right to own firearms because our founders understood how important it was for people to be free. Mao understood how important it was to take the guns from people because he knew how powerful they were. Which is why in Hong Kong, when they go to fight the police, they use bows and arrows or like broomsticks against people with rifles. Like, Gabe, this is like just completely asinine by CNN. Like, it's ridiculous. Right. Well, let's look at this from a numerical perspective. American Revolution happens. We then in, I'd say, in a very, we're still a very infant country in comparison to the rest of the world. Uh, 200 some odd years later we then become the number one superpower in the world. All right, now, yes, China has a very ancient history, uh, but they have a very radical cultural sh- uh, shift. They have their revolution uh, with Mao Zedong and the Great Leap Forward, and it's estimated about 55 million deaths. The United States could not afford, could have afforded the same uh, type of, of disaster. 55 million, we would have been in the negative all right, in, uh, of population in this country, which is, of course, impossible. You just have zero people walking around. But the point of the matter is, is the fact that one has instituted a, a horrible dictatorial regime under the guise of happy thoughts and good thoughts and equality. And because, just because someone says equality doesn't always mean that's going to be a positive. And we've seen this with every communist and socialist regime that has ever existed since Karl Marx came up with the damn term. And it's usually negative. It's actually almost never positive. Right. It's, 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 there has little evidence to show that anything is like, it's been responsible for hundreds of millions of deaths around the world. Now you have the revolution of the United States to form its own country. And it has been the number one protector of human rights, civil rights for not just its own country, but around the world. I mean, hell, as much as people hated President Trump, he created an alliance and he called for other nations to join him, a worldwide alliance to help uh, 
it was it helped decriminalize uh, attacks against, uh, not not decriminalize, decriminalize De homosexuality. Thank you, decriminalize homosexuality because people in other countries aren't afforded the same rights. Hell, you might have somebody, a very nasty person, come to you and say, "Oh well, you should. I don't believe in the way that you live. I hate your lifestyle. You're a horrible person." You can go, you know, feel upset about it cry about it on facebook and say how much you hate this country and how much we're bigoted but you you still have a whole group of people that will come to you from the law and say hey this was a hate crime this is wrong you shouldn't be doing that type of stuff you do that in another country you're ousted like you you are done like you your your right to living is forfeited and i feel like that's that's a recurring thing uh, uh theme on this show is the the ability the right to life and uh this is something that there's you can't compare. It's literally apples and oranges, and I'm really tired of people like wanting to think that this is some sort of uh, okay thing that China is okay and that there's some sort of like model standard. On the Fourth of July, the Chinese propaganda uh, department released a little cartoon uh, where uh, they said, "Oh, the Fourth of July, a day where we celebrate our guns," and it's like uh, they 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 character there's a caricature of like a redneck standing over a grave of like millions of dead uh, Americans in, sh in shootings. Are we talking about the same people who have constant human rights violations, concentration camps, second-class citizens? They have the moral authority and standard to say how Americans should live, and people think that it's okay to propagate this sort of agenda and propaganda? I think it's horrible. I think it's utterly it's, it's stupid. And it's even more asinine that CNN is propping up communist, tyrannical China as the model nation essentially going hey look how great they have it it's a joke no it's, it's certainly a joke and why well we could probably know why we probably know that somewhere in the cnn pipeline they're getting pumped up with chinese money hell the chinese government has a lot of influence they also have a lot of money because hell we're buying a lot from them but at the same time i mean look at our media disney you're supposed uh when it comes to the uh marvel movies i'm not sure if you guys uh are uh you know very much so interested in them but dr strange meets someone called uh, the ancient one uh to become you know more powerful or to actually get his powers uh long story short it was supposed to be like an old tibetan monk has been around for thousands of years china didn't like it and they said we will boycott this film you're not allowed to show it so they switched it to like an androgynous english woman that shaved her head and i forgot well you know what the actress's name was but like that's just a, a small taste of like what they're able to do now you literally have a news source which is supposed to be able to bring you information and ideally an objective format to keep you current on what's happening in your community and in your country now sticking up for a government and another country that hates you and hates the united states hates america they see us as an enemy that's why we're in a current economic cold war and it's only going to escalate, but we cannot prepare ourselves for any sort of situation with this radical, horrible government if we have people here in the United States that believe that they are the model standard. Oh, 100%. And it's just, it's disgusting on so many levels. And people, not everyone on the left, I don't want to make generalizations, but a large proportion of people who are still trusting CNN will watch this and go, you know what? That's right. We need to push for stricter gun laws. And speaking of stricter gun laws, let's use that to segue into the disgusting bill that was passed yesterday, which pushes funding for red flag laws and gun confiscation. Now, if you haven't already, li please listen to the Red Liberty Media podcast where I did an episode with, I forgot what her name is. Did, 
We did the one on the set on Red Flaggles. Okay, so I did it with Gabe. You suck. I did another one with someone else who was also with guns. Listen, I had COVID. My my brain's not functioning correctly. Still smarter than a liberal. But let's like okay. So we did an episode on the constitutional issues with regards to red flag laws. Yes, Gabe? Okay, good. I need that confirmation. Again, COVID brain. Okay. So there are multiple constitutional issues beyond even just the Second Amendment, right? The Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth Amendments. It, it, there are issues with this thing all over the place. And they try to get around it by calling it a civil matter in New York. So it's not a criminal matter, even though they're confiscating your property without a trial. And then you go to a civil court to resolve it. So there's, if you really want to know all the constitutional issues, go listen to the Red, uh, Red Liberty Media podcast. Look for that episode. I think it's episode number two or three, one of those two. Um, over there, available on Spotify and other podcast platforms. But we have an issue yesterday, and we went over this last week with regards to Dan Crenshaw. And Gabe and I talked about this a little bit beforehand, and everyone's talking about removing Dan Crenshaw from office. And listen, you're allowed to feel that way, 100%. But if you're not in his district, then you really don't have anything to say about him and his actions because he's not your elected official. And again, you could be pissed at him. I'm pissed at him. I think it's ridiculous and I hate his views on red flag laws, but we talked about this a little bit before and I've seen it from other guys who, um, not all the guys, and I don't want to generalize military personnel, but they don't really see gun ownership as much from a civilian perspective because of the job. Because when you're in the military, same thing with police officers. I know a lot of police officers who have the same view where they're like, no, but you know, we're just trying to protect people from, you know, criminals, but they're not really seeing it from the constitutional civil liberties, um, viewpoint. But again, Dan Crenshaw's constituents have a problem with these red flag laws. They should be contacting him and telling him to stop voting for this stuff. But I do not support any Republican vote or anyone who votes for red flag laws. They are a blatant violation of our civil liberties. But Gabe, like, honestly, how are you pushing? How are they pushing? You can't. Oh, let me rephrase this. You can't claim to care about gun rights and then push funding for national red flag laws. Am I wrong? I mean, no, you're you're not wrong, but when it comes to when it comes to taking away, this is just eroding a person's you know rights every day more and more. And whilst everyone can harp on Grant Crenshaw and he is horrible, whatever, we knew what he was about after the first time he voiced his support. So at least we know he's consistent. But you see a lot of people saying, "Oh well, he's a status. He's in bed with George Soros." As soon as it's something we don't like, it becomes a, th- a tool of George Soros, and he has to. And maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But what you need to do is make sure that the person in your district that you want, wherever you are, to that that person wins the race to be able to repeal this eventually. That's the one of the good things we have in this country is that if we see that a law was in hindsight stupid or not beneficial for the country, we're able to change it. But at this point, this is where this is where we're at. And now people want to look at it again as this heartfelt, loving, well, uh, you know, it's a, it's a civil issue. Well, what happens when a criminal who is known to not follow laws breaks the law again and uses excessive force and has those options available to them but not to you? And God forbid you defend yourself, and it's called self-defense. We learned that earlier in the show. What happens next? What happens then? You then react in a in a I'd say in a, in an equal manner, or if not, eliminate the situation right then and there, 
But then you're the one that's at fault and your stuff will be taken away and you will be placed on a list and you'll be hauled away. Right. And then again, in New York, we did we did this. Uh, we went over this when we did our episode with Red Liberty Media. But I want to for our audience, I would like to discuss it again. Let's say I work with someone who is just a giant leftist who believes no one should have guns. I've never spoken to this person. I don't really know this person, but we work together. Okay, the building I work in is relatively small. I know basically know everyone that works there. They decide, you know what? I don't like that those two people were talking about gun rights. I think that makes me feel uncomfortable. I work with them, so I fall under one of those people that can report someone for red for to to New York State for red flag laws, and I'm going to have their guns taken away. Now the police charge into my like I don't have to be notified until after my guns are seized. I don't get a hearing until after my guns are seized. So now my rights are being violated on multiple levels by someone who just believes that no one should be allowed to have guns instead of minding their own damn business. I've never committed a crime my entire life. I've never been convicted of a crime. I've I worked in law enforcement. I work with children with special needs. I have never advocated for violence against anybody. I am basically the mo- I'm not the model citizen. I am the model. I, I would like to say I'm the model of what you should put forth of what a gun owner is. I make sure that my that you know everything is safe. You know, I take care of my stuff. I make sure it's locked away. I'm not running around the street in the middle of the day with guns and intimidating people with guns and doing all these things that the left likes to think that gun owners do. I literally would not know that I owned guns unless I told you. Right. Or you saw me wearing the shirt. But the point is, this person didn't like that I was talking about guns and they red flag me. These things happen. It's like when we talk about rape accusations, right? When they when they brought up Kavanaugh, believe all women. People lie. There was a case, I think it was at Binghamton or, or Trinity. It was one of the schools that's north of where I live. And the girl admitted to lying about a guy raping her because she had a crush on him. So she was insane. And thought that if she got him arrested for rape, that he would then fall in love with her. And this guy got arrested and went to jail and was later acquitted because he was they were able to prove that she made it up. Same thing with Brian Banks, who eventually made it to the NFL. This guy spent years in prison because a woman lied. People lie. It's not male men versus women. It's people lie. People do shitty things. People make stuff up. People will do things to push their own views on other people, which is why we need to allow us allow ourselves to be protected by the Second Amendment. But essentially what is going on here is you're allowing people to manipulate the system. You're opening up that loophole. And I've had these conversations about gun rights with people where they're like, well, what if you had to just uh, you got a free meeting with a psychologist and they just had to clear you and then you pass the background check? Well, what if the psychologists that the state hires are all leftists because they don't want anyone to have guns and they don't they don't approve anybody? Then you're eliminating people's ability to own a firearm. Well, that can't happen. Yeah. Oh, that can't happen. It can happen. Anything can happen. Have you not been around the last 18 months? They essentially suspended the Bill of Rights. Like, I, I don't I don't know what people think can't happen. All these things can happen, which is why we have to take steps to not allow them to happen. Because it's it can't happen, it can't happen until it does. And then you go, how did this happen? I mean, you look at academia as a whole, and you see that more, the majority of pe- people that are working at schools are left-leaning. The majority of people that are working in the social uh, sciences, social services are left-leaning. So uh, you're leaving up a person's rights because you're not even guaranteed that once you are, you you, you go through the, you hop over the the trials of the red flag law, uh, law that is instated on a person, there's no guarantee that you're actually going to be able to get your property back. 
in a timely manner. And you might have to even pay to get it out of, uh, it's not, I, I wouldn't call it impounded, but uh, forever they keep it locked up in whatever storage can, uh, unit. So like it still falls on you. But, and the fact that there's so many people that are left leaning in these places, your rights are essentially left up to a person's bias. And we can all try and be as professional as we'd like and say that our biases do not affect our performance. But at the same time, we're living in such a polarized, politicized society where it's I'm on one side and I cannot even hear what you have on the other side. And we see this a lot from the left. I mean, hell, I'm not I'm not triggered or offended just because I have friends or people that are near me that support a different party or ideology than me. But when Gabe, you have Gabe, 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 before you get too far away from it, you said bias, right? Right. You said we don't like to let our bot. We don't. We like to think we don't let our bias influence how we operate. Right. The left has literally been pushing implicit bias through critical race theory, saying you all have bias that you're not aware of, and it does affect how you operate. But then they claim they can be impartial. It's ridiculous. Keep going. Yeah, the train has left the station. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, you have the you. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm trying to come up with it here. No, but you have the idea of the ability to allow for a difference of opinion, but you've seen it time and time again, where that is not allowed. It, you're not allowed to even remotely agree with somebody. If not, you're, you're put a, a label is put on you. So now, sure, you can try and go to the psychologist. And as Evan said, what if they don't agree with your politics? What if they are one of those that try to play devil's advocate with you? That's not the role of a psychologist. That's not the role of a lot of these people, but yet they feel like they need to insert themselves. And again, they have this idea of this greater good mentality. Well, the greatest good is knowing that a person is able to protect themselves and their family when they when it's needed. And going back to the, uh, the topic that we said with China, they gave up all of their weapons. At that point, Mao Zedong was on their side. And what happens when they're no longer on their side? And when you're on the side of the citizen, the citizen is what makes up this country. People who seek to rule over it through a democratic or harsh process need people like us to make sure that their system works. And what happens now when your, when your system is being controlled by them? Uh, and sure, you can call it hysteria, you can call it anything, but look at Australia. This isn't so far off. It was once considered to be a Western society that gave up all of their weapons, and now they're having horrible, harsh lockdown enforcement. And yes, Evan is right. This very well can happen. So a lot of people can say, oh, it will never happen in this country. It's happening a little bit more each and every day. It only doesn't happen if we stand up. And it's the same thing with all these mandates, right? And the you have the teachers union in New York City who has pushed a bunch of leftist propaganda for so long, right? They, last year they wouldn't they couldn't even mandate testing before they went back in the building and now they can't even get they can't fight back against this mandate for the vaccine and everyone just goes oh well you know there's no way it's going to go through there's no way it's going to go through there's no way it's going to go through you know what they sent an email out yesterday saying if you're not if you don't upload uh proof of vaccination by monday at 5 p.m on tuesday you will be taken off of payroll now a judge did file there was an injunction by a judge today What's today? The 25th? Yes, it was today. There was an injunction today by a judge saying that they need to look back at it because they're trying. Uh, the judge said that they need to give them the option of weekly testing or vaccination. We'll see if that stands up once the ruling actually comes through. But stop going. It can't happen. It has happened. It's like when we were like, there's no way that Joe Biden can be Trump. There's no way they'll allow mail-in voting. Guess what? They did. 
because not enough people stood up against mail-in voting. So guess what? It can happen. If you do not stand against it, if the people aren't willing to push back on these things, it can and it will happen because the government is always increasing its power. Our government is so bloated. I don't want to get in a whole rant on bloated big government, but things like the ATF, DEA, all these things, they shouldn't exist. They act as lawmaking bodies part, uh, and they're part of the executive branch. That's not their function. They're essentially supposed to be like police departments for these specialized areas. They don't make laws. Their only job is to enforce laws, but they constantly make rules, right? They make rules because they can't make laws. And then they go and arrest people or kill their dogs based on these rules. And it's and our government has been completely bastardized. And when I, we talk about the system is flawed, the system is flawed because it's been bastardized. It's not because the system is inherently racist or the system is inherently unfair. The problem is the system that we had that was set up for us to be successful has been changed. And we need to fix the system that we have. We don't need to tear it all down and make a whole new system. We need to get rid of the parts that are not supposed to be there. The parts that are that were just blowing money on $10,000 for an office chair and all this other nonsense because the government employs way too many people. There's all these other issues that we have. The system needs to be fixed back to what it's supposed to be. It doesn't need to be torn down. We're not BLM calling for the burning down of American society. That's not what we're looking at. We're looking at fixing the system and putting it back to what it needs to be. I agree. You have this bloated government and you have not, there's nothing to show for it. The only thing that there is to show for it is they increase their power and the only thing that people can do is get a little bit more upset about it each and every day. Uh, no, but nothing's really done. I mean, you have, as much as we might not agree with the way that they conduct their protesting, BLM was out there every single night for six months out there telling you how they, how they feel and showing you. Now, I'm not saying to go, to go, you know, do not go around harassing people and, uh, you know, just, uh, destroying property. What we are saying is that to make sure you're there at that protest to make sure that uh, I think there's one coming up in New York City. Uh, they're, they're staging a walkout uh, against, uh, you know, these vaccine mandates for city employees. Make sure you go and attend, show your support. And if you can't make it shared around because someone else might be interested and wants to go to that. A lot of these things that are happening to stand up are being signed by the media. And that's why you have us to tell it to you. But at the same time, uh, you know, we need to make sure that the message gets out there. So make sure you share and make sure you follow or subscribe or however it is you, uh, on whatever platform you listen to the show on, because it's extremely important because these are things that aren't just going to be told to you. You have to look for it. You have to want to know about it. hundred percent. And let's move on to the complete disaster. That is the border crisis that is going on right now. Let's start with the fake news story that was pushed out by leftist media that has still not been rescinded by places like Vox. Vox still has this up on their Instagram saying that it's an actual story claiming that a border patrol agent was whipping Haitian immigrants. And again, they're not really immigrants. They're illegal immigrants, illegally crossing the border. But the photo that they have is a border patrol agent, obviously white, because if he wasn't white, they wouldn't bother doing the story. Cowboy hat, riding the horse. And from one angle, listen, if, if I saw the picture really, really quickly, I might go, hey, yeah, that might look like he's whipping him. But if I was an intelligent human being, I'd go, why on earth would 
Border Patrol have whips. That doesn't make any sense. Number two, when you see the picture, you notice that his right hand is behind the guy's back. And the other hand is holding on to the reins of the horse. Now, I don't know about you, but I only have two arms. And most people have either two arms or less. Not many people have more than two arms that I know of. How the hell am I going to whip somebody holding on to reins and holding on to the back of somebody's shirt? And then when you see the picture from the other side, you notice that the whip is the reins of the horse. Apparently, there's something called split reins where they're a little bit longer. Apparently, it's it's popular in like Western horseback riding. I don't know anything about horseback riding. Um, I went to sleepaway camp. That's about all I know about horseback riding. But apparently, there's split reins. There's no whip. And the White House and the leftist media are still pushing the story like it's real. You had, what's her name, psychotic Maxine Waters talking about how this is worse than slavery. Nothing happened. The guy was getting grabbed because he tried to run from Border Patrol. Gabe, once again, leftist fake news trying to demonize Border Patrol agents who are putting their lives on the line every single day, dealing with the cartels, dealing with the illegals, dealing with all of this stuff. And they just, they can't, they need to deflect away from the fact that the White House has done absolutely nothing to secure the border, that Kamala Harris has done nothing as the borders are to improve anything for anyone at the border, and that they, besides the fact that they, they banned Fox News from flying drones over the underpass where they had all these Haitian immigrants to begin with, you know, it's the White House trying to cover their ass and deflect. And I, this is completely unacceptable. And the fact that the left, the fact that the news is still pushing this story is disgusting. I don't know. I understand how anyone can still think that CNN is reputable in any sense after three years of telling us Trump was a Russian spy, after all the, the, the news stories that they put out that have been proven to be false, out of everything that they have done, people still tune in and still trust them and are still pushing this lie that this Border Patrol agent is whipping somebody. It's, it's completely asinine and they are blatantly covering up for the Biden administration. They're not even trying to hide it anymore, right? And not that they were trying to hide it in the begin with, but what's going on the border is horrific. We have people flooding across and there is no there's no good end to this with the way that the Biden administration is handling it. Absolutely. There, there hasn't been the border situation has gone into crisis since that man took, uh, took office. And now the response to the, the picture of the Border Patrol agent grabbing onto the um, Haitian migrant that's trying to enter the, into the country illegally, otherwise known as an illegal alien, but you can't say that anymore. The its response for the administration is that the Border Patrol will no longer use horses in Del Rio, Texas, citing after outrage over treatment of Haitian immigrants. What treatment? You're trying to grab a person that is running away. A person was not using a whip. So now you're taking an alternative mode of transportation. Hey, what, what happened? Horses aren't green enough for you? What, like, you can't, you want those Jeeps on there? I'm trying to, you know, play devil's advocate with liberal. Uh, Give a, they're going to need bicycles. It's going to have to be bicycles. bicycles because you can't use ATVs. They're not, uh, they bike. don't fall under AOC's Green New Deal. It, they don't. But let me, let, listen, if you have cow farts, you could also have uh, horse farts. I don't, so, I don't even want to know about that. There we go. No, so. To, to the cream, the, the cream of the crop of all of this, like the, the best part of the whole story, is that this was a Hispanic officer. 
There's a Hispanic officer that was doing this. Um, no, but he's not Hispanic, Abe. Just like you're not Hispanic because you work for the man. So right. this guy must also right. be a white supremacist Nazi sympathizer. Because right. that's how the left views these people. You're not dark enough to be considered, you know, or you're not woke doing or the- whatever the term is. I don't even know what you would call him, person of color. Right. He has to be white because he's working for Border Patrol because no self-respecting Hispanic person would demonize the innocent people crossing our border in the hundreds of thousands. Exactly. Where you can buy your whitewash shirt at <laughs> Like myself, because I'm tired of, of, of dealing with all, of all of these horrible people. But it's, it's really just like just going after people who are trying to do their job. And I think they've been doing a bang up job as a whole. I mean, like Evan said, they are stopping and fighting cartels, smugglers, sex traffickers. And that isn't to say that these uh, migrants are actually doing those things. But at the same time, now you're stripping away a resource from border patrol, what you think they just want to play cowboys and they they, they want to do cowboys Indians? And that's why they just decided to, uh, to use a horse. I'm pretty sure it's a good method and a good use to actually have these men on horseback. It's not just for any reason. That's why we still have some police officers uh, in you know in the city or in cities using horses. Yeah, you can tackle different terrain. You can get through different exactly. areas. You can be more agile on a horse than you're going to be on an ATV. And these people or are motorcycle. experienced riders. Yeah, right. So now even the uh, the Biden himself came out and said that he's deeply ashamed that these people are going to be punished. And you have people like Al Sharpton going punished like, for what? Better, for punished doing for what? their job. For doing their job. And now you punished have for like whipping? That. No one whipped anybody. Exactly. So people are being punished for something that never happened. People are being attacked for something that never happened. An entire organization and department is going under siege from the media because of doing their job. And people don't like to accept the harsh reality of things. And yet this is what this is what it is. We have people that are trying to come into the country. By whatever means they arrived, they arrived here. They did not go through the traditional means. That doesn't mean that we don't want immigrants. It means that we want an ability to have people come in through the correct process, as so many have done before them. But then you have people like AOC tweeting out if Sorry, it doesn't matter if a Democrat or Republican is president. Our immigration system is designed for cruelty towards and and dehumanization of immigrants. Immigration should not be a crime, and its criminalization uh, is a relatively recent invention. This is a sin in our country. Then Omar responds and goes with saying, these aren't human rights abuses. Sorry, these are human rights abuses, plain and simple. Cruel, inhumane, and violation of domestic and international law. This needs a course correction uh, and the issuance of a clear directive on how to humanely process asylum seekers at our border. There is a process to 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 help out asylum seekers. These Holy- people, these people are complete asshats. It is a crime to enter the country illegally. There is a legal process for which you can apply for asylum. There is a legal process for which you can apply for citizenship. There is a legal process for all of this. Sneaking into the country is a crime. It makes you an illegal immigrant. It is an actual felony. It's not. 
It's amazing how Democrats will twist any words that they want in order to fit their agenda. Meanwhile, you have AOC crying on the floor of the House when the when the House votes to fund the Iron Dome to to protect Israeli citizens. These people are absolutely disgusting. It's all to push an agenda. Why? Because they know that the majority of these people that they're going to bring in are going to go on public assistance, and they know that the majority of new immigrants vote Democrat. So what do you do? You flood Texas with Democrats, and then you flip Texas. Right. I mean, these are the same people, mind you. These are the same people that will tell you that a wall would never work and that you should never have a wall. It's racist. It's horrible. But when that sad excuse, and I'm pretty sure it was, it was a government uh, job of the justice for the January 6th rally happened. They pulled up giant fences, watchtowers. They had a police presence, so much police, in fact, and so many other undercover agents that there was an arrest made of another agent, of an undercover agent. Like, this is how stupid these people are. But it, it's so ridiculous because it's, whoa, it won't work. It won't work. It won't work clearly does because you're constantly putting up walls and fences to protect yourselves. You just don't want the rest of the country to be protected. It's rules for thee, not for me, which is exactly what all these leftist elitists do with the Obama birthday party. It's the Emmys. It's the Met Gala. It's all these things where the sophisticated leftists don't need to do what everyone else is doing because you're all peasants. You guys follow blindly. We're going to do what we want to do because we're better than you. That's exactly how the Democrat Party operates. That's exactly how neocons and rhinos operate as well. Mitt Romney, you're not getting away with this all right okay not letting your rhinos get away with thinking they're all trash it's all trash they're elitist pieces of trash and they all need to be voted out and we you need to wake up and recognize that you are being gaslit on everything you're being told that your neighbor who doesn't want to wear a mask or doesn't want to get the vaccine is the devil or someone who doesn't want to follow the mandate in new york city doesn't care about people guess who's not mandated to get the vaccine congress Guess who's not mandated to get the vaccine? White House staff. It's all about submission and control. It's not a conspiracy theory. When they make rules for you, but not for themselves, that is tyranny. Yeah, well, I mean, 100%. And even the photographer who took these photos went out and said, hey, like we all knew that these weren't whips. And I told when I submitted these photos, I confirmed that these weren't whips and it's clear that these are not the whips are, are not any sort of whips that they use. Even as much as I don't like Mayorkas, um, our uh, Homeland Security uh, secretary, uh, he at least confirmed that this was not something that was true. So you even have people within the administration that are saying, hey, this isn't true, but this is a, a lie that is being pushed forward here uh, again and again. And it's to play in your heartstrings and just for you to try and turn your head away and shame and how bad this country is. Meanwhile, the people who are actually ruining this country, the reason why you hate it so much, because they feed you all of these lies and all of this anger and all of this hatred, they're the ones that are actually going forth and destroying the country. So... I mean, it's it's a it's a bunch of irony here, and this is why I've said before on the show, and I say it again, and I think this is where I've said my piece. Uh, Democrats uh, do not have any sort of standards. The only sort of standards that they have are double standards. If not, they wouldn't have any standards at all. I think that's the perfect note to end the show on for today, Gabriel. Um, I never called you Gabriel before. I just decided to do it in that moment, and I instantly regretted it. But, uh, guys, if you like the show, if you didn't like the show, I don't really care. If you didn't like the show, turn it off. Like, honestly, you know, don't care. But if you did like the show and if you do believe that other people would benefit from hearing it or seeing it or all these other things, please like, share, subscribe. 
make sure that you show this to people. We are heavily shadow banned on all social media platforms. We just started inching out back on Instagram. And now that I said it, we're probably going to get slammed again. Um, but Facebook, we're also getting a little bit of our reach back. It's a, it's a very, uh, it's a long up, up road, uh, battle that we're dealing with here because Zuckerberg doesn't like the things that we have to say. So guys, we can use your help. And once again, we can also use your help if you can, should you so choose and to please visit our website, empirestateconservice.com where all of our merchandise is there. All of that money goes back into the company. None of that goes into our pockets. Um, so that it would be greatly appreciated. Yes, Gabe, what do you want? Oh no! I was saying no. It doesn't go into our pockets. Oh, okay. I thought you were like one. I was like, really? You're gonna you're gonna give me the you can give me the finger like you got something to say. But now that you do have something to say, Gabe, tell the people where they can find you on social media. Oh yes, you can find me on the Google uh, on uh, just looking up Gabriel Montalvo. Uh, I am not the Archbishop uh, or the Cardinal that they have on there from the Catholic Church. I am much younger, and I'm not even from that region. Uh, so uh, there, you could also find me on social media. Uh, at uh, on Facebook at uh, the Baron Montalvo, uh, and also on Instagram and Twitter at Baron uh, Montalvo. Yes, guys, and don't forget to visit our Facebook Empire State Conservatives, our Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives. Uh, sometimes, still, I still post uh, show links on Twitter. So if you are looking for a show link and you would like to be on Twitter, uh, Empire State Cons. And once again, please, please, if you can, or even just share the website EmpireStateConservatives.com. It is greatly appreciated, guys. And um, we'll make sure we see you guys next week. So for that, everybody, stay safe and don't let fear take your freedom.